0: I've got a story to tell, like everybody else in the world, because that's what makes up life, isn't it? Sure, everybody's got a story about somebody they met or something that's happened to them, something they've done, something they want to do, something they'll never do. In the life of everybody, on this old spinning ball, there's a story about a road not taken or a love that went bad or a ghost of some kind. You know what I mean. You've got one, too. Well, I want to tell you a story. Trouble is, there are so many things I remember about Greystone Bay. I could tell you about what Joey Hammers and I found in the wreck of an old Chevy down where the blind man lives amid the junked cars. I could tell you about the time the snakes started coming out of old lady Pharaoh's faucets and what she did with them. I could tell you about that Elvis Presley impersonator who came to town and went crazy when he couldn't get his makeup off. Oh, yeah, I know a lot about what goes on in Greystone Bay. Some things I wouldn't want to tell you after the sun goes down, but I want to tell you a story about me. You decide if it's worth the telling. My name's Bob Deacon. Once upon a time, I was Bobby Deacon, and I lived with my mom and dad in one of the clabbered houses on Acardo Street, up near South Hill. There are a lot of clabbered houses up there, all the same shape and size and color, kind of a slate gray, a tombstone color. All of them have identical windows, front porches, and concrete steps leading up from the street. I swear to God, I think all of them have the same cracks in those steps, too. I mean... It's like they built one of those houses and took a black-and-white picture of it and said, this is the ideal house for Ocardo Street, and they put everyone together just the same, right down to the warped doors that stick in the summer and hang when it's cold. I guess Mr. Lindquist figured those houses were good enough for the Greeks and Portuguese, Italians and Poles who live in them and work at his factory. Of course, a lot of plain old Americans live on acardo Street, too, and they work for Mr. Lindquist like my dad does. Everybody up on Ocardo pays rent to Mr. Lindquist, see? He owns all those houses. He's one of the richest men in Greystone Bay, and his factory churns out cogs, gears, and wheels for heavy machinery— I worked as a quality controller there during summer break from high school. Dad got me the job, and I stood at a conveyor belt with a few other teenage guys, and all we did, day after day, was make sure a certain size of gear fit into a perfect mold. If it was one hair off, we flipped it into a box, and all the rejects were sent back to be melted down and stamped all over again. Sounds simple, I guess, but the conveyor belt pushed thousands of gears past us every hour, and our supervisor, Mr. Gallagher, was a real bastard with an eagle eye for bad gears that slipped past. Whenever I had a complaint about the factory, Dad said I ought to be thankful I could get a job there at all, times being so bad and all, and Mom just shrugged her shoulders and said that Mr. Lindquist probably started out counting and checking gears somewhere, too. But you ask my dad what kind of machines all those gears, cogs, and wheels went into, and he couldn't tell you. He'd worked there since he was 19 years old, but he still didn't know. He wasn't interested in what they did or where they went when the crates left the loading docks. All he did was make them, and that's the only thing that mattered to him. Millions and millions of gears bound for unknown machines in faraway cities a long way off from Greystone Bay.